forget how much I enjoyed talking to a voice recorder. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't take much to to do it, but uh, when I'm not with my my close friends, I don't really have a chance to talk about things on my mind or just talk in general. You know, I'm, I'm not really one for talking to myself. Uh, yeah, I take that back. You know what? I'm actually pretty, I, I, for I a hundred percent talk to myself, but it's not, it's not like I'm, I'm having a conversation with myself though. It's just me. Uh, I don't even know what, like, you know, like whenever you're, you, you're in the kitchen and you're looking for, for the, the eggs. And so you're asking yourself like, where are the eggs? Like that's the level of, of self-talk that I do. The sales job taught me how to, how to give myself constant affirmation. So that's, that's like, that's, that is self-talk. Okay, wait, self-talk is different than talking to yourself. Talking to yourself is kind of this right now if the microphone wasn't here. That's talking to yourself. Self-talk is affirming, like giving yourself positive reinforcement or negative reinforcement. You know, like, oh, John, you're so stupid. Or, John, you got this, man. Like, that. that's self-talk. I, I don't know. I'm making my own definitions right now. I'm smoking again. Not like I quit for a long time and started up again. Low like last podcast I was smoking. This podcast I am also smoking. My friends, my roommates slash friends are at work right now. And I'm home alone because I'm off. Also, we have different works. Uh, time schedules so I feel like the best time to do this is right now because you know our living situation is um oh fuck it I'm just going to say it you know whatever comes to my head to talk about for my podcast I'm just going to talk about it okay I'm not going to hold anything back uh, if there's something I really don't feel like I should say, that it's usually going to be something that makes me look like a terrible person. But if it makes me look like an incompetent or a just a silly person, then I'm okay with revealing that part of my life. So our living situation is... We live, it's three of us in an apartment in Oregon, and my roommates slash friends, Dalton and Joshua, they have their own rooms because we live in a two-bedroom apartment. I took the, what's the, how do you say it? I took the knife, I fell on my sword, is that is that the phrase? I, I, I bit the bullet, I took one for the team, I, I told them, hey... Let's not worry about a three-bedroom apartment and making rent on time. Let's just – I'm going to sleep in the kitchen. How about that? I'm going to sleep in the living room slash kitchen, and we're going to pay less, and it's going to be a-okay. I, I, this is my idea. This wasn't like 
before we moved out here, we we planned on getting a three bedroom because three years ago we lived in Colorado. It was a two bedroom. Joshua slept in the living room. You know, he was, you know, his upbringing kind of made him more accustomed to inconvenient living. I should say, maybe he wouldn't like me to say it. I don't know. I said it anyway. Josh, I'll tell you about it later. Uh, but yeah, he lived in the living room, and so he took one for the team. Three years later, we're a lot more skilled on how to buy an apartment and live on our own. But uh, in my head, it was way more important to save up for for future plans, future goals. So delayed gratification is what I went with. So I told them, hey, I'm just going to take the living room. You guys can take the room. Because no way, like, because if we were to decide to get a two-bedroom, no way any of us are going to give in to taking the living room. So I, I might as well just do it and so it doesn't have to come to one of us resenting the other two because we just wanted our own room, you know? So I figured I'm going to take the living room and that's what I did. And it's, I, I'm pretty used to it now. We've only been here maybe four or five weeks. I can't remember, but uh, it's not terrible. It's doable. Uh, granted, I haven't had any girls over yet. So it's going to be interesting whenever it comes to that because, <laughs> oh, man, that that's going to be an issue. That's going to be an issue for sure. We'll see, though. It'll Whatever happens, it's going to be interesting. So if I never see this girl again, I'll talk about it on the podcast. But, yeah, the room is set up to where – the living room is like kind of connected to the kitchen. So I, I was able to claim uh, sorry, the living room and the kitchen. And if I were to get some room dividers, uh, that would be – it would definitely help with privacy in a sense of they don't come to the freaking refrigerator and – Wait, did I say I claimed the kitchen? No, okay. Sorry. I didn't claim the kitchen. Like, it's not that I own all the pantries. Okay. Um, the dining room. I, I have access. The, the, <laughs> the living room and the dining room are my room. Okay. And the kitchen is next to the dining room, but it, it's uh, divided by a, a cabinet, like a bar stool. So I could put some kind of wall right here. That way, when they come to make a sandwich, they don't catch me diddling with myself. That would be not cool for any of us. So uh, I could definitely invest in some room dividers. That would help a lot with privacy. Uh, not much with sound. So whatever I'm doing, you'll hear it still. But 
let's just get the first problem out of the issue out of let's get the first issue dealt with which is visual privacy um after that we'll 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 worry about the rest but where was i going with this i had a i was talking about something at the very beginning that led to me discussing our financial situation um yeah we moved to oregon we saved up i'm currently a caregiver I am assisting elderly people. I am helping them out with their needs that they can't do on their own. So I am kind of really awesome. Not really. I'm. It scares the shit out of me because, you know, like you're responsible for making sure this person doesn't die. <laughs> In a sense, that's kind of what you're doing. So there's pressure when you're new to it like that. You have to remember a lot. You have to write things down. You know, you give them medicine, write down how many you gave them or whatever, whatever, you know. And if you do something not by the book and he dies or she dies, uh, I can get arrested or sued or something. So... I'm I'm already a very anxious person just about life. So I'm going to I'm putting myself in more anxious situations which is kind of intentional. I tend to put myself in high stress situations so I learn how to cope with it better after that. Or when I do something new, it's easier to figure out. I kind of done that the last few years. But yeah, right now it's getting better. The caregiving, it's, it's getting a lot easier, especially when you have the same clients and you're, you're kind of, a lot of it is just hanging out with them. That's a lot of what you're doing is just keeping them company. And, uh, it feels good. It's rewarding. It feels nice whenever the person you're taking care of is pretty much, a couple months from death. So good luck being optimistic about <laughs> about life when you're on hospice and you're going to die soon. So it feels good whenever I can make them smile, whenever I can lighten their mood for just a moment. It, it feels really nice. I don't know how long I'll be working at this job, but so far I'm learning a lot about the medical industry or whatever the like you know how to how to give someone a bed bath you know how to like this is kind of preparing me for being a parent in a lot of ways you know there there's a lot of skills i'm acquiring that are transferable i assume i'm i'm not a parent so i don't know exactly but you know you're putting on diapers you're wiping asses you're bathing them. You're you're shaving their beard. I hope my baby doesn't have a beard. So for sure what I'm learning at this job is only going to make my regular life easier. 
that's how I try to think about jobs because it's hard to get excited about any job. But that's how I try to look at it. It doesn't always work out that way. But yeah, we're in Oregon. We're going to we have a 1-year lease, so we'll probably be here for at least a year. If we don't, that means we fucked up and had to start over in Texas. Don't do that again. Uh, I told myself I probably I would move back to Texas, but not in that region where my hometown is. Nothing personal for people listening that know me. I I love where I'm from. You know, the hill country, it's a beautiful place. My friends are there. I miss my friends already. My family is there. I love them and miss them. But there's also demons there, like personal demons are in that town that once I come back to it, I slip back, like they they absorb inside me again. So I don't I don't like that. I feel like my bad habits stay where they originated. It that it that could be hokey pokey, but I it feels like it to me. And if it just feels like it, you know, mentally that sh- that's enough for you to behave accordingly. You know, it's like a placebo. Um, it's old energy in that town. You know, it's where I grew up. So it's just old energy. You want, I want new energy. I like when things are new. I like changing it up. That's why I move around a lot. But the problem with moving around a lot is, you know, you're, you have to reestablish yourself. You have to make other friends. You have to, like, figure out how the layout is where you're living. You know, it's kind of inconvenient, but it pays off in the end. Also, whenever you, you like moving around, it's hard to stay in one spot. And I feel like you should be good at both. You should know how to be able to stay in one spot for an extended amount of time, but also how to move around a lot. I don't know. But yeah, um, that's pretty much all I have to say. I got some info. Uh, What's it? It's been 15 minutes. All right, cool. Awesome. This is episode two of the podcast, and you're welcome. And bye.